This is the first season of The Last Seminary. As always, I'm James from Pastoria. Recorded as Sheltering in Place began in the Los Angeles area in 2020, this first season takes a wide look at the rapid changes taking place during the transition into the coronavirus age and how Christian ministry can keep pace with them. Let's get right to it right now. It's April 20th, 2020. We're recording here from the Los Angeles area. And uh, again, we seem to be coming into a convergence of particular dimensions or aspects of our Christian religion, of Christian institution or the institution known as the church or Christendom, whatever you want to call it, where the notion of authority and the notion of power that is supposed to come with Christian discipleship and Christianity is very much in question, if not questionable. Now, even today and just a a few days ago, we saw in the news how religious leaders continue to gather people in person. Politicians who support these religious leaders and this kind of religious thinking, if you can even call it that, are beginning to either counter-legislate or litigate the ability to meet in person while we have shelter-in-place orders in place for the safety of all the entirety of American society, if not the globe. And what do we have as it pertains to the church in public? Not all that much that is great. Now, what does it mean to have and historically have had authority and power in the church? And why does it matter now as we think about how we might be guided to the other side of the coronavirus age or at least the end of this particular transitional time. Well, the first thing about authority is we might think of it as having a voice or being a voice in society. A lot of times, even now, perhaps with some of our more quote-unquote progressive or politically liberal mainline Protestant churches, we have this notion of having to speak out on things, particularly as it has to do with matters of social justice, and to, let's say, be in the streets uh, when it comes to marches and demonstrations and rallies, when it comes to these public overtures, these public kinds of having a presence where we are, as a church, making a statement either for something or against something else and so on and so forth. It is the exercise of uh, what might be presumed to be some kind of moral authority or the authority of the church to be able to do this. 
it is something where probably a lot of people are saying, sure, that is what the church would do or church leaders would do. Would many people expect them to be people who support something like teachers unions or public schools or something like that? Maybe, maybe not. Or even when it comes to the matter of abortion, which quote unquote side that you're on and so on and so forth, people might be surprised to hear that there are a great many number of Christian people who are on the uh, side that is not considered to be quote unquote pro-life stereotypically. That may be a surprise. Sure. But when it comes to the fact of the matter that there are things happening in society where uh, someone or some institution is supposed to uh, have a say or even make a say uh, about that kind of thing, and of course in the, in the form of statements or other kinds of things, the church is expected to be authoritative. The church is expected to be based on a God that is authoritative. Uh, scripture that is authoritative and so on and so forth and so authority is supposed to come with the church the second thing is power of course in christian history or the history of christendom whatever you want to call it that power has been something that over time we have seen to be not such a great thing it is power that was melded with the with the political power or civic power or even uh, monarchical power that resulted in some things that we probably not don't want to see right now. It, the power that came with the church uh, sometimes came with the power of empires. And some might even say, even now, with uh, the kinds of uh, countries, particularly the United States of America, uh, where the church has a particular kind of strength uh, in terms of his influence any denomination any denomination or, or for that matter the church as a whole and the church is expected to have some kind of influence in society but how sometimes the influence in society has to do with the elites that we have placed in the into power we as in the church universal in one way or another we have found a way to elect them or or to make them some kind of uh, lobbyist, even though they may never call themselves that, or people who have the ear of those who are in authority and positions of power, and therefore they, uh, we ourselves as the church have power, and so on and so forth. If we have grown up in the church, what we have been raised to believe is that the way that we have influence in society is, through, is by setting an example. And being some kind of role model for American culture and American society as a whole. And now that we are here in April 2020 and we are in some beginning part of our response to a global pandemic, what has the public seen about the church yet again? There's only really one word for it, it seems. Uh, I, well, that's not true. There's probably many words for it, but the one word that kind of summarizes it all is crazy crazy what it has to do with is the fact that right now we don't as a church really have any authority and we don't really have any power and what this global pandemic has really exposed to the world is that in many cases, the church is very weak. 
It talks a great talk. I mean, literally, on Sundays, that is what our leaders have been trained to do talk. And it is really, really great at keeping its facilities, keeping its theologies, keeping its schools and school processes, and so on and so forth. Keeping them really, really great and at a high class level, and so on and so forth. But when it comes to actually catalyzing change throughout American society, the church has been and is very weak. What has the church been good at up until now? What has the strengths of the church been in terms of its authority and its power? Well, it has diverted, it has guided people's interests from、uh, or through the authority and the power of the church into first becoming a member. Be a good member. Let me teach you what it means to be a member. Let me take you through this membership class. Let me th- take you. Th- Through the processes of becoming a member, and out of becoming a member, a leader.、Uh, becoming a member is what we want you to do if you want to take our authority and power seriously. Second, we want you to live with stability, and we want you to live out a life that is some kind of normal. We don't want you to be an outlier, we don't want you to live a life that is unstable. Uh, we want you to live a life where if your mom or dad or some parent or caretaker were to come and ask us about you,、uh, we would be able to say something that would make them happy and not unhappy. We would be able to say something that is in line with the kind of social standards of middle class United States of America and not something that is on the other side of that. Because normal will help us. Stability will help us as a church. Stability means stable income. Stable income means stable giving. Stable giving means stable existence for the church, and so on and so forth. There's not necessarily anything wrong with the kinds of things that the church has been doing with its authority and the power to make people into good members and, and、uh, good citizens and, and people who don't really cause trouble and people who are able to、uh, live with stability and live out some kind of normal、uh, with some kind of happiness within this community. That, here's the word, preserves everything. The church has been masters of helping people preserve the church, the scriptures, these standards, a stable existence, so on and so forth. And what the church has not been great at is catalyzing, catalyzing change in the society and in people's lives. If you did not get a chance to attend the first season of The Last Seminary Live, that is, you can watch a big chunk of the keynote address for free. It's on our Facebook page as a video, 
on our Instagram, IGTV, or our website at pastoria.co. It's called From Plant to Seed. And it's about what has brought in the money for ministry and where this thing called a pastor's calling is really going. And so, what do we see now of our authority and power? Now that what many people see is just a whole bunch of craziness, and it seems that our voice in society, speaking out for social justice, and our influence in society and trying to set a good example in the kind of role models that we are, uh, we are supposed to place in American society have come to a place of really powerlessness and lack or loss of authority. What we are doing now is we are going to, number one, provide comfort for people. We are going to organize groups that care for each other. We are going to continue our small groups so that we stay in quote-unquote community. We are going to preach about times in the Bible where things were really, really unstable and how God or some, something or somebody else provided stability. We are going to bring comfort to people. That's the first thing. And the second thing is we are going to affirm ourselves as the church. There's going to be many, many reminders of the fact that we are members of something, that we are some kind of card carrying something of an entity. We are going to have many, many reminders of our baptism, of our baptism and the many, many classes that we took in church that helped us to build the identity that we have today. We are going to have many, many reminders and affirmations of the role of church in the life of society and in our own life, except our reality has so changed that many of the ways that these kinds of affirmations and many of the ways that these forms of comfort uh, were very, very efficacious or with power and effectiveness in the past now are not so much and they will not result in the kind of loyalty and the followership that we have seen before and beyond all that it seems to us here at pastoria it seems to me as we as i come up with the as as we come to the end of this particular episode of the last seminary is something more important than that. The actual goal, or what we think to be the actual goal of the church in this particular time. If we are to have come from authority and power to a place where this seems to be gone, and we have been so good historically at preserving everything, preserving our flock, preserving our standards, preserving our theologies, preserving our traditions, as though they themselves were sacred, as sacred as God, instead of catalyzing change inside and outside of the church, inside and outside of people's hearts and minds and lives, then it seems to me that the goal that the church universal should be seeking at this point is a not comfort and not affirmation, but beyond those things, a great commissioning a great commissioning. It is a great temptation and something for which no church or church leader should be judged to try and comfort people and affirm their identity 
when we are in a very, very turbulent and disruptive and scary time. It is not the wrong thing to do. It is the right thing to do. And it is the responsibility of a religious leader to do that and to do that well. Except, except what it will take for us to get from where we are now to successfully through this transition time and into the coronavirus age and through it is to go beyond comfort and to go beyond affirmation and to have this message that is an echo of Jesus' message, which is one of commission saying, Hey, you, stop doing that. And you may be in a context where you have been forced to stop doing that, stop being that. And it is time for you to leave with me. It's not time for you to, I know we're in a shelter in place order, but it's not a time for us to only stay here. It may be physically, but in the kind of emotional state that we are in, in the kind of spiritual state that we are in, the kind of mental state that we are in, kind of relational, economic, all these things where we are led and influenced and sometimes even forced to seek comfort and affirmation, that's not where you're going to stay. Not if you're a follower of me. That is the voice to repeat. That is the message to amplify. And in that is the power of Jesus Christ, of God, and what should be the power of the church. To catalyze change. And now, if we are to be in successful leadership of the church, to begin to build new momentum in new directions. That brings us to the end of this episode of The Last Seminary. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, as well as our website at pastoria.co. That's pastoria.co. As always, I'm James from Pastoria. Special thanks, of course, goes to the special person in my life, Jane. Thanks, Jane.